Standing before the icebergs from her vision, Octavia consults Fulmis and attempts to enter the next sanctum of a dragon soul. What new threats lie within its icy walls? Will the dungeon claim their souls as well? And will Carhoon's years of figure skating lessons finally pay off? Welcome to me, my spouse, and a dog. everyone and welcome to me, my spouse, and a die. I'm Gwyneth, your resident Asimar Octavia Marguerite Sinclair. And I'm Austin, your resident dungeon master. Me, my spouse, and a die is a family-friendly Dungeons & Dragons actual play podcast where we follow our hero, Octavia Marguerite Sinclair, through her adventures in Mawir, a continent that has been ravaged by a war against monsters for 15 years. Well... This is probably the last time we'll ever record in DC. Hopefully. I'm moving back to Pittsburgh. So excited about that. And mm-hmm. so this is hopefully our last time recording here in the district. Yep. Black and yellow, black and yellow. Remember that? Yes. As you can see, I. I do, you, do you know who does that song? No. Okay. Not at all. I just know they performed it at MGN one year. So. Because all of our listenership knows what MGN is. Exactly. My Generation Night is is a feature we don't, of Geneva College. We don't College. have to explain it. It's okay. <laughs> um, a small liberal arts school in the Beaver Vale in the western Pennsylvania. The Beaver Vale. That's what it's called. The Beaver Vale. Yeah. V-A-L-E. I know. I know. I know what a vale is. I just, no one ever calls it beaver, the Beaver Vale. So many people call it the Beaver Vale. No one calls it they the Beaver Vale. They use that all the time on the Geneva publications. Talking about the Beaver Vale. People say Beaver Valley. Well, they talk, they talk about Geneva being in the Beaver Vale. Now, Beaver Vale is too fancy. Yeah, I've, again, never saw a beaver there ever. It's disappointing. Me neither. I wanted to. I don't think I've ever seen a beaver in real life. Have you been to a zoo? Yes. Do they have beavers at zoos? Yeah. They got, like, everything at zoos. They have mundane and exotic. They got, like, zebras and then, like... Groundhogs? Yeah. I don't know if I've seen a. I guess it, I guess it would have to have been at a zoo that I've seen a beaver. Yeah. I don't know if I've seen one at the zoos I've been to though. Beavers are cool. Kind of like badgers. They are. Badgers are only as good as their name is Jimmy, though. Except not. Actually, beavers and badgers are not really similar at all. <laughs> they're small no. and they're small and furry, and that's about it. Aren't beavers technically like rodents? Probably. And badgers wouldn't be rodents, right? I don't know. I don't know what makes a rodent a rodent. It has to do with the, their front two teeth and the fact that they continuously grow. I think you're at front I two think. teeth. <laughs> <laughs> oh my gosh, I'm so excited to have seen a woolly mammoth. They're CR6. I was just about to ask what their CR was. Six. No, I'll never. Oh, it'll take me forever to be able to turn into one. Yeah. What about the Snuffleos? What about their CR? I'll get back to you on that one. <laughs> this creature that I created. This creature that I made up who I'll probably just base off like a giant cow. Yeah, that sounds appropriate. So what's a giant cow CR? I don't know. Do cows have CRs? I mean, I feel like a cow-cat would be pretty low, but maybe a giant cat would be bigger. Is there such a thing as a giant cow? No, there's an aurok. What's an aurok? It's 
It's a, it might be a real animal, too. It's a big cow. Oh, they have such big curly horns. It's two. So Oh, snuff- I can turn into that. A snuffalo, that's probably the Gimme. block I might use. So, see. Yes. so I might let you turn into one of those. It was a big debate, internal debate, on whether I was going to call them buffalo snows, buffalo snows, or snuffalos. I couldn't decide. Honestly, for being that big, they don't have extreme number of hit points. Well, I mean, they're giant cows. Right, but they're hardy, so you would think that they would like... I mean, 38's a lot. Consider that a commoner has like... Two? Yeah, not many. You know, a cat has one, I think. I think think it does, yeah. So, a giant cow, 38 times harder to kill a giant cow than a cat. That seems about right. That does seem about right. Okay, well, good to know that I can now turn into a... Snuffalo? Snuffalo. Snuffalo. A giant snuffalo. Yes. It goes, uh, it works really well with my dire wolf. That's like that pure white type of thing. So now I have a a pure white little cow cow that I can turn into. Yeah, except it's a buffalo. I mean, they're in the same family. Are they? I don't know. I I don't know much about animals. Ancestrally? Yes. Thank you. (laughs) I was having difficulty there. It's all good. But yes, you have seen the great and powerful Snuffalo of the Yapiquin, and you have traded with them and equipped yourselves to go into the wide, wide cold north. And after many days of weathering the frigid, bitter cold, you have found yourselves at the precipice of these large icebergs. Which your vision had told you are the place you're trying to get. Uh, but you couldn't figure out what to do next, so you phoned a dragon. <laughs> yep. Uh, so you find yourself in this little mind encampment. Boundless black and blue expanse. Uh, with the familiar shape of the ancient blue dragon Fumis looming down over you inquiring what do you want hello Fumis it's it's been a little while but um I, I think we're here and I didn't know that with the close proximity to you know to this ice palace if if you could sense anything more about what might be inside or or if you even could see a specific way in I know one of my brethren are here, and I've shown you the extent of what I know. As far as entering into whatever this may be, I'm sorry, but I don't really have the answer for you. I gave you what I knew, and you followed it to where we should be, but how did you find me? Happenstance, kind of. Hmm. Well... Maybe you should repeat that happenstance. It's here somewhere. Can you, can you, since we're closer physically, can you sense them any better than you could back when we were across the mountains? The signal, if you will, is a bit stronger, but I don't know that I can give you any new information. Okay. They're in there somewhere, but it's going to be up to you to figure out how to get in. Alrighty, well, just wanted to check in and 
see if you had anything else, but if not, off we'll go. I look forward to having a little familial reunion. That's the word I was looking for. I couldn't think of the word <laughs> reunion. So please hurry. We will. Do you, do you think that... I know you and I maybe got off on a wrong foot or something, but do you think that this sibling will be really hostile to me or... I think they're just going to be happy to have someone to talk to much as I was. <laughs> I, I can only imagine. Okay, well, well, we'll skedaddle then and we'll talk soon. Mm, I'm sure. All Good right. luck. Thank you. We need it. Schwamm. And uh, Octavia will open her eyes and kind of shake the snow from her, uh, you know, from her pants and from her feet. And she'll look to Carhoon and be like, she didn't have anything, any additional information about, she couldn't sense which which sibling, which dragon she thought was in there, so. Mm, of course not. Well, yeah. None of these great and powerful beings seem to be able to help us at all, huh? Well. Dragons, angels, they don't know anything, huh? <laughs> it's up to us. Of course. Sorry, I'm Chicago? cold and tired. <laughs> Well, shall we approach closer then? Sure. Okay. What do you do? We head towards the Fortress of Solitude. It's not a Fortress of Solitude. I'm sorry, but it literally is in my brain. It's an ice... Palace. Thing. <laughs> in an ice sphere. Okay, like. there are other ice castles in fiction that I aren't know. fortresses of solitude. I know, I just grew up watching Superman Returns, so like, that's what I'm thinking of. I know it's maybe not the best movie, but... How dare you. Um, yeah, you so you approach, mm -hmm. cross the river, walk up, it's a big old shard of, several large shards of ice that jut out of the ground. Well, we will start circumnavigating its exterior to see if there's any way in. Okay. You begin wandering your way around the perimeter of these giant ice shards. As you are making your way across around the outside of these large chunks of jagged ice, you feel a slight warmth. A moat mm. of energy coming from your neck. My neck? Well, something around your neck. Okay. I lift out the amulet. As you are walking, you can tell that it's getting slightly warmer, almost kind of glowing with a certain radiant energy. Does it turn into any other shape? Like it did at the Chapel of Scales? Because it, it reverted back to the... Light. It is still in the shape of a large lion head. Well, okay. a lion head. But it does not seem to be shape-shifting as of the present. But it's getting warmer. But it is getting warmer. Okay. Well, we will continue in the direction that we're going then. Mm -hmm. You continue walking your way around. Um, and at a certain point, you can feel it starts to get colder. Oh. Well, we <laughs> we will warmer. revert. Warmer. Well, yeah. Um, back to the 
point where it felt the hottest. Sure. Uh, you you notice this and go back and backtrack until you sort of find the peak of mm-hmm. warmth and it's uh, glowing ever so slightly and emanating this slight bit of warmth around your neck and in front of you just seems to be a big old slab of ice. Okay. Octavia will go up to the ice and look at it. Uh, you walk up to the ice and the amulet around your neck as it gets nearer and nearer the ice uh, in front of you, or at least a convenient doorway sort of shaped portion <gasps> of the ice becomes a bit more translucent Ooh. as if you can see beyond it. And the closer you and the amulet get, uh, the clearer it becomes. I take another step forward. As you get right up to it, yeah, it it becomes um, very, very much uh, almost completely transparent. And as the amulet begins glowing with even more of this this radiant energy, it's sort of this doorway-shaped region of the ice chunk uh, more or less melts away. Oh, that's so cool. Sort of receding to its edges, leaving uh, about, yeah, five footish tall, several foot wide opening that leads into a dark tunnel into the ground. Okay. So, wait, you said tunnel leading down? So yeah, it's it like slopes descending, down. So, okay. Yes. Slightly. It's not incredibly steep. Okay. Um, Octavia's going to cast light. On her staff. Uh, it erupts in a moat of what color light? Probably like pure, pure, clear, like yellowish, reddish, whitish light. Yellowish, reddish, whitish light. Yes. <laughs> Please. <laughs> One color. Probably like an incandescent light bulb. So okay. like a warm yellow. All right. Warm not, yellow. Not like the stark of a... Energy efficient light bulb. Sure. Okay, so a warm light erupts from the top. So a warm light erupts from the top of your staff, mm-hmm. illuminating around you. Uh, the tunnel goes down a ways, but you can see it opens up into a larger chamber. Uh, not about, you know, maybe 10, 15 feet okay. down. And the amulet still, the the cat's head, it hasn't turned into something else? Nope. Okay. Well, Octavia's going to, going to like gesture to Carhoon and be like, well, seems like we have one way to go, so shall we? Sure. And they will both... Well, first, can I just do a perception check to see if I see any creatures? Sure. 21. You can't... There's no creatures okay. that you can see in this tunnel. Can Carhoon do an arcana check on this tunnel just to see if he sees, you know, any runes or anything carved in the walls? Sure. 21. The melting door seems pretty magical, but beyond that, you can't really tell anything of note. All right. Well, we will go on down then. Okie dokie. Who's going first? I'll go first since I have the light. Okay. You go first. Light shining from your staff, reflecting off the icy walls of Mm -hmm. this tunnel as you descend into the darkness. So the tunnels are still ice even as we go down. They don't start becoming like earth. Not yet. Okay. It's uh, it's a shallow gradient. It doesn't go down too far. Um, up ahead, you can see... Do we see have to stoop? Can we stand? You can stand. The ceiling's not incredibly high, but you can stand. Uh, you go down the tunnel. It 
stretches forward about maybe 10, 15 feet before you can see it opens up into a wider chamber. Okay. Do you proceed? We'll proceed cautiously. You get to the edge and the light begins to illuminate and you see a about a 30 foot diameter chamber. Okay. Ice walls, snowy ground. Mm-hmm. There's a passageway opposite you. There's, uh, but it, it's blocked by a white, some sort of material, maybe metal. It doesn't seem to be ice, but it okay. is white. Maybe it, they just wanted it to, whoever built this wanted it to match the <laughs> motif of the room. Uh, but blocked by some sort of door okay. across the other way. But overall, generally just a sort of featureless dome-shaped room. Is that the only other passageway? Correct. Okay. Before we step into that room, we'd like to do just like a perception check for traps. Sure. Okay, Octavia rolls A, 19. Okay. And Carhoon rolls A, 2. 2. Uh, you can't, you don't notice anything. Okay, okay. Because, you know, Octavia's like remembering that, you know, like that dragon head fire... Right. thing that was across the that one hallway in the Chapel of Scales. Of course, of course. She'll take a step into the room. Okay. You enter the room. It's cold. Does it feel colder down here than it felt upstairs? No. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> it's just still cold. Okay. Uh, but you, yeah, you enter the room, nothing happens. Okay. Uh, your light shines and is, you know, just illuminating this crystalline chamber. Okay. And how tall are the ceilings? Is the chamber the same as the tunnel? It's a dome-shaped chamber. Okay. The highest point of the dome is maybe like 15, okay. 12 to 15 feet high. So still not super tall. Yeah. Yeah. Um, Octavia will go up to that white door then and check it out. Okay. You approach the door, look it over. It's a solid door. Yeah, it's made of something that you're not entirely sure about. Does it look like that ever ice? Um, not really. Okay. It just seems to be sort of white, but huh. also hardy and metallic. Does it look like painted white or like it's naturally that color? It seems maybe naturally that huh. color. Okay. I'm not sure though. Um, but you can't see any like holes or handles or latches or turnstiles or anything. Are there any seams? Like, is it a double door, or is it, like, No, it's just door? a singular door. Okay. But there are, like, seams around the four, like, edges of it, potentially? <clears throat> yeah. Okay. Is my amulet doing anything? Nope. Okay. Can I do a perception check on the door? Sure. 18? It's a door. <laughs> okay. Would this be something we can do an arcana check on? Uh, sh- sure. Okay. Both Octavia and Carhoon will do that. Octavia rolls A... Seven, and Carhoon rolls a 21. 21. Uh, Carhoon examines the door, turns to you, and says, uh, Well, it doesn't look like it opens physically. Just there's no handle or anything, so it seems maybe the opening is triggered by some other event, but I'm not sure what that event would be. Okay. And as he says that, brum, brum, brum. <laughs> Did something happen as he says this? Uh, as he says this, as the two of you are investigating the door, uh, you hear the sound of like, it almost kind of sounds like a crinkling oh, coming from behind no. you. Oh, Okay. 
Crinkle, crinkle. Octavia whirls around. In the center of the room, from a patch in in the exact center under the highest point of the dome, it almost looks like ice is crystallizing in front of your eyes, growing up, forming into a shape. Okay. That shape looks like almost a mini, maybe like five foot long dragon-like creature. What? Almost like a drake or something, <gasps> but it's made out of ice. Okay. The ice crystallizes into this dragon-esque form mm-hmm. and then it detaches itself from the floor. It gets down on its haunches and launches itself at you. What? And so we need to roll in Oh my gosh! Okay. Alright. Okay. Octavia rolls a 15. Carhoon rolls a 4. Alright. This thing, this ice monster in the center of the room goes first. Rolled a natural 20 on its mm. initiative, which... Is a waste of a crit, but hey, I'll take it. So it goes first, appropriately, and it leaps at you. Okay. And it is... Ooh, actually, no, it's not. It gets down on its haunches, but then sees the two of you there, and opens its mouth, and exhales a cone of cold breath. Oh my gosh. The two of you need to make... Constitution saving throws okay. for me, please, okay. as you're engulfed in a cone of bitter, frosty cold. Okay. Um, Octavia rolls a four. Carhoon rolls a <laughs> 13. Carhoon passes. You do not. Nope. Yeah. Oh, dear. Cone of cold is like no joke. It's not a cone of cold. Wow. I rolled terribly. Oh, yay! Uh, that was very loud. You take 12 points of cold damage. Carhoon takes six. I did not roll above a four on any of the damage dice, so... What is the Several d8s. Oh, you didn't roll above a four? Yeah, mm-hmm. it's pretty bad. So, so consider wait, yourself... So Six. It opens its frozen maw, exhales this gust upon you... And then it comes to your turn. All right. Uh, Octavia seeing, you know, seeing this uh, kind of inanimate, animate object, on animate creature is going to raise her hand and she is going to conjure a flaming sphere. Okay. And she is going to conjure it. She's going to conjure it close to the place that we entered into and uh, so you know she and Carhoon are at the door mm-hmm. all the way across the way yeah she's going to conjure the sphere at the entryway of the tunnel that they just came in uh-huh. and then she is going to ram the sphere into this creature okay as her bonus action what happens you need to make a dex saving throw. Nine. Well, you fail, so you are going to take the entirety of this damage. All right. All right, so you take four fire damage. 
Yeah, that's what it feels like. Great. On 2d6. All right. You ram this fireball into the ice dragon thing. And you see chips of it melt away under the blast of the fire. Right. If that is your turn, Carhoon <laughs> is next. All right. Well, Carhoon, uh, seeing, seeing the beast attack the both of them and then seeing Octavia respond in kind, he is going to hoist his great axe and he is probably what, if it was, you know, 15 feet away-ish type of thing. Yeah. Uh, he is going to lunge after this creature and swing at it with his great axe. Okay. 11 to hit. It's a miss. All right. Well, he has two attacks, so he's going to go again. 14 to hit. That's also a miss. Okay. Ching, ching. I see. I imagine just like little little bits of ice just like flying out type yep, of thing. Like they just it, slip off. It, it honestly seems beautiful like this kind of crystalline thing. It's all living ice sculpture that wants to kill you. Yeah. Yeah, you know. Uh, very Sailor Moon aesthetic right now. It is its turn again okay. as Carhoon rushes up and tries to swing at it. That's fair. Uh, it does not recharge its ice breath, mm. so it is going to lunge forward and attempt to bite Carhoon. Okay. It rolls a critical fail. Yes! Yes, 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 yes! So that's a miss. Okay. So it goes to your turn. Okay. And then Carhoon. Okay. Well. Actually, it's going to use its movement to move out of the flame. So it's not going to end its turn there. Okay. It's going to kind of just rotate around. Totally fine. What do you do? Octavia's going to do something she has never done before. Oh. Think? Yes. Use her Use her noggin. <laughs> Feeling that she is in the resting place of another one of these dragon souls. And having just communed with Fulmis, she is going to place her hand on the belt and she is going to summon forth a great wave of electric energy just like crackling all around her kind of like one of those Tesla coils and all of it just goes into this reacher so you need to make a dex saving throw please okay it's about time you use the belt Mm -hmm. Seven. Well, you fail, so you are going to take the entirety of this damage. Oh, I'm terribly. Nine lightning damage. Nine lightning damage, all right. And as a bonus action, Octavia is going to re-ram this flaming sphere into you. So please make another deck saving Six! Oh my gosh. That's another fail! So you take... Wow. Are all the same damage. Another nine fire damage. Okay. Uh, You unleash a blast of lightning from the belt, and you can feel the draconic energy surging through your body as you do so. It feels good. Mm. And then you ram this flaming ball into the ice sculpture again, which more of it melts away Mm -hmm, a little mm -hmm. bit. And then it comes to Carhoon's turn. Well, he does something really well, and that is hit things with a great axe. So he is going to swing with his great axe at this creature that is 
still adjacent to him, right? Mm-hmm. Oh, that's a natural 19 for a, a critical hit. That's right. So that is Carling going to has be improved critical. 2d12 damage. All right. That's a lot of damage. That will be 21 slashing damage. That's a lot. <laughs> and that's just his first attack. All right. Okay. He's going to, feeling invigorated by this blow that he saw, like, hit one of the, like, cracks that Octavia had made. He's mm-hmm. going to, he saw that he had swung down really well on that pressure point, so he's going to swing again for a 17 to hit. 17 is just a hit. Yes! All right. For a total of max damage. 17 slashing damage. Two good hits. Mm-hmm. Uh, After missing completely. Swing, swing. The first two. Uh, you guys light it up on the second round. As it comes to the end of the round, you can see some ice uh, sort of flow from the ground back into its body and some of the holes and chips that you have inflicted in the past six seconds uh, reform as you would think it may be Heals itself a little bit. Fancy that. Yeah, see? Um, <laughs> Alright. Top of the round, it comes to its turn again. It rolls to regenerate, and it does regenerate its ice no. breath. So, first things first, it is going to unleash that against the two of you. Okay. So, both of you roll a Constitution saving throw. All right. Uh, Octavia rolls a 10. Okay. Carhoon rolls a 7. You both fail. Oh. And maybe I can roll decently. How many die are you rolling? Oh, dear. Oh, dear. Oh, dear. You both take 20 points of cold damage. Jeez. Huzzah! Bingo, bango. It's your turn. Okay. Doke. Well, actually, first I should roll concentration to maintain the flaming sphere. True. So... Ten. Ten. Natural 19. You're good. Octavia is going to <sighs> take that breath, feeling the connection with nature that she has, and... From the Feywild is going to call for aid, and two tigers appear on either side of this beast, and they immediately freeze to death. <laughs> and as Octavia's eyes are closed, you see her skin start to become furry. A tiger. She become a tiger too. And her plain skin slowly grows some stripes as she becomes a tiger too. Alright, alright. <laughs> uh, okay, so three tigers, a carhoon, and an ice dragon. Alright. Flaming sphere. No, the no, flaming no, sphere goes away. So you lose concentration on the flaming sphere yes. as you summon these tigers. Shroom. Uh, so two tigers appear, and then you turn into a tiger. <laughs> that is your turn. Yep. Well, they can... They should be able to... Before, we've always had it be that 
um, conjured animals can take their action on my action. Because you can roll initiative for them on their own, but it's usually just kind of easier to have them go on my turn. So can they attack on this turn, or would it take for the next round? They'll attack next round, because they're shocked at how cold it is. (laughs) That die has never been favorable to me. No, it hasn't. Uh, (laughs) uh, But it is Carhoon's turn as he sees two tigers and then another tiger appear. All right, well, he is going to do again what he does best and take his big gray axe and swing it at this ice sculpture. Okay. Oh, that's another 17. Just a hit. Okay. Eight slashing damage. And then he is going to roll again. 18 to hit. Okay. And that is 11 slashing damage. All right, Carhoon takes these two hits, but again, the ice forms up from the ground and reinforces the damage that you have done to uh, this uh, guardian sculpture. Mm-hmm. Shung, shung, shung. It comes back to its turn. Okay. Is it going to get its breath back? No, he yep. No! Seeing you in prison. Yep. Oh, no, Recharges no, 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 five no. and six. It rolled a six. So it opens its maw again because it's the best thing you can do and breathes a wave of cold across the two of you. So just me and Carhoon? Yep. You as a tiger and Carhoon. It does not worry about the other tigers. Con saves? Yes, please. Octavia, as a tiger, rolls 12. And Carhoon rolls a natural 17, 18. Okay, you both pass, awesome. so you'll take half of this. Take half of 18, so nine points of cold damage each. Shum, shum. It unleashes this wave. And then... Being surrounded by Carhoon, who's been dealing, uh, who's been dishing a bit, um, it is going to. It's also flanked by tigers. I know. That's okay. It's a magical ice sculpture, <laughs> so it is going to. The ice from its body almost retracts back into the f- the, the icy floor as it sort of like dives and melds into the cold ice structure oh, that this so thing cool. is made of. And that's what it's going to do for it. Okay. You see it melt into the floor. It's your turn. You and these tigers. Each tiger is going to move five feet. So if the dragon sculpture took up a five foot square in the middle yep and it's a 30 foot across space yep and each of the other two tigers took up five feet mm-hmm. so that would have been 15 feet across mm-hmm. and they have a reach of five feet mm-hmm. so there's basically seven feet on either side of them so they're gonna move five feet closer to the walls okay so that they have that range all around them, and mm-hmm. they're going to prep an action. If they see that creature pop up within range, they'll attack it. Okay. I'm also going to go to the mouth of the um, 
that first tunnel that we came down. Mm-hmm. And I'm also going to prep an action. Okay. That if I see the tiger, if I see that ice sculpture pop up, I will also attack it. Okay. Basically, so that these three tigers are probably going to cover most of that ground. Sure. Okay. So what does Carhoon do? Well, honestly, between the four of us, we should have basically the entirety of the floor covered. True. So that all of us are going to prep an action that if once the thing pops up, we'll attack it. And we're going to position ourselves so that we're covering the entirety of the floor space. Okay. You do that. And we come to the shop of the round. Mm -hmm. Round. No, no cold breath this turn. (laughs) Unfortunately. (laughs) Maybe next time. The icy ground next to you, Octavia, begins to churn and out explodes this icy drake figure who whirls around and faces you. Okay. So you can take your attack. I will take my attack. I'm going to bite him. Bite, 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 bite. Mm, 14 to hit. It's a miss. Mm, My teeth just like graze off of it. Indeed, they do. So it pops out and it's going to take just a bite attack against you. Okay. 15? Hit. You take... That's not a good sound. 13 cold. I rolled max and four points of... Or sorry, 13 piercing and four points of cold. I rolled max on both my damage dice. You're still a tiger. Tiger, 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 tiger. It's the eye of the tiger. It's the thrill of the bite. Yeah, I'm still up. Okay. It bites you with this cold, cold jaws, which clamp mm. around you. But it's your turn. I'm going to have one of my tigers go first. It's going to back up a couple feet. Ow. And then it's going to pounce on it. By moving in a 20-foot straight line towards this drake, and it's going to make a claw attack. Okay. <laughs> Nine. That is a miss. Okay, my, the other target's going to do the same thing. Okay. Dang it, I rolled two fours in a row! Those are two misses. Did you roll another four? I rolled a five! <laughs> well, I do nothing, and two tigers similarly do nothing. <laughs> Three? Yeah, I guess you're just paper tigers. Yeah, they all miss. Oh my gosh. So we do nothing. We do you nothing. do nothing, do but nothing. it is it is Carhoon's turn. Flippity gibbet. Carhoon's <laughs> also going to swing at it with his, his oh, great axe. Oh, man. Hey, he rolls a natural 18. Okay, that's a hit. He rolls a one on his damage for a total of six slashing damage. Okay. Rolls a natural 15 for a total of a lot to hit. Yeah, that'll hit. <laughs> he rolls eight slashing damage. Yikes, he bites uh, So Carhoon rushes up, takes two good hits after these three tigers just somehow skid across this icy floor Our and can't manage to can't, get. Like, yeah. Can't seem to get a good hit in. It's but like it, that bloop, 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 bloop music, like we're all just like a bunch of cats on slip slide around. exactly yeah. like if a cat is trying too hard to like turn a corner on like a slippery wooden Aww. floor type of thing I've seen that many times <laughs> oh man cats alright uh, so the 
ice guardian drake thing goes next at the top of a new round you see the ice reform again giving it increased vigor as it tries to recharge its ice breath which it does great um, so it's got what like two tigers on either side of it, and then you're right there, and then Carhoon's right yeah, next to it. Yeah, basically, it has three tigers in Carhoon. It has three tigers person, in Carhoon. Well, it has person on every side of it. Well, it's got people in front of it. There's no one behind it. Uh, it recharges its ice breath. It can get... Does it want to get? That's the question. Who doesn't want to get? It's got three tigers and an elf. Mm-hmm. Sounds like a sitcom. Oh, shoot. Three tigers and an elf, and it's probably going to want to get the elf who's been consistently doing the most damage. I can't um, use, like, retroactively use a second wind, can I? New. Yeah. Uh, so Jeez. it's going to try to blast him. So make a no. con save. Let's <laughs> <laughs> dice on the floor. All right, let's try this again. Seven. Seven? Ooh. It's only 14. Cold. Just enough to make him go down. Okay. Carhoon hits a knee. Stick a boom. As he gets blasted with like the first third consecutive blast, just right in his face. Takes a knee. He's hurting. Uh, But it comes to your turn. Okay. I've had good luck on my recharge roll. You have! that baby off multiple times. Yeah, boy! Oh, Kidoki, It is my turn, you say? Yes. Okay. You and three tigers. Me and three tigers. Or, sorry, you and two tigers. Me and two tigers. I am the third tiger. You are <laughs> the, I am third tiger. the third tiger. I am the third tiger. Okay. I can have my two tigers go. Crouching tiger, ice dragon. <laughs> That's really good. You are crouching tigers, and the dragon was hidden. And so. it was, yeah. All right, my tiger number one. They attack with a. They're all. They're both adjacent to it, right? Yeah. At this point. They're going to attack with their bites. Natural sixteen for a plus five twenty-one. Mm-hmm. That's a hit. Ten piercing. All right, Cheers. my other tiger. Natural nineteen. It's a hit. Baby O's. 11 piercing. Okay. I'm going to use my bonus action to wild shape back into Octavia. Okay. And I'm casting Cure Wounds on Carhoon on a level 2. Okay. Sorry, I'm going to use a third level slot. Oh, okay. So that will be a decent amount of hit points. Okay. So he he gets a ton, he gets a ton of hit points back. How many is a ton? He's not quite to full, but he feels great. How many? It didn't keep track of each one. It was I rolled on a D8. I how much is he up to? Oh, he only has how what damage has he taken? He's up to thirty. Okay. All right, Carhu. Sorry, I I wasn't keeping. I like wasn't sure exactly what you were asking, and then that's okay. Uh, so Carhoon comes back up, shwum, and it's his turn. All right, 
he is, you know, poor guy. This poor guy is gonna need, like, therapy if he ever goes back to Istria, because he's, you know, just beaten down on the brink of unconsciousness. He's reinvigorated with magical healing, he jumps yeah. back up, and then does the first thing that he knows to do, which is swing at this beast with his great axe. Natural 16 with a plus 8 to hit. Yep. As a d20, Wrong not dice. a d12. Yep, I would love to have done that amount of damage on a d12. 13 slashing damage. The Drake shatters. Yes! Nice! Into a bazillion little pieces <laughs> that go skittering across the room. And as that happens, the door behind you slides mm. open. Can Octavia, like, pick up a piece of the ice? Sure. Yeah, she'll put a piece of the ice, like, in her pocket. It melts. Oh, okay. <laughs> I wasn't sure if it was magic ice. <laughs> All right, well, seeing that door um, open up, we will go towards it. Okay. Uh, the door opens up and leads into a short, maybe five, seven foot long hallway, which then extends into a slightly larger square shaped room. Is there a door leading from the hall into the room or is it just a doorway? Like it just opens it just opens up into it. a room. Yep. Okay. Uh, we'll do a perception check on the hallway. Mm-hmm. Octavia rolled a 24. You don't detect any traps if that's what you're looking for. Yep. Okay, well, we will go down the hallway then. Okay. Uh, you approach and up you... Up to the doorway into the room. You follow the hallway down. It opens up into about a 20 by 20 room. And at the opposite end of it, you see about a 10 by 10 block of what looks like ice just sitting there. Oh. And you can get almost the faint feeling of maybe a, a breeze or it seems kind of translucent like there's something beyond it. It doesn't look like it's just solid wall. Ooh, okay. So there's just a big old giant cube of ice blocking what would you would by best guess uh, seem to be the passage further on. Okay. Before we go into this room we'll do just another perception check for traps for the 20 by the 20. 20 the, you don't get any. Carry that 24 yeah. board. Okay, so we will Octavia and your tigers and uh Carhoon. We will go into the 20 by 20 room. Mm-hmm. And so how big this block is of it's ice? A 10, by is 10, 10 by 10. Yep. Giant block. Is this and so it seems like there's a doorway behind it. Uh yeah, some passage further on. Can we push it? Uh you can try. So Octavian Carhoon will try pushing it away from the wall. Is there anywhere they can get their fingers in in between the block of ice and the wall to push it away? Not really. You could push it like to the sideways. side, like left. We'll try that <laughs> then. We'll try pushing it to the left. Okay. Roll. Both of you roll athletics with sure. disadvantage. Disadvantage. Yeah. Because the ground is slippery and it's hard to get traction. Okay, that's right. Uh, Carhoon rolls a ten. And Octavia rolls a five. Um, your feet just keep slipping. You can't get any good purchase to move this thing away. Can I have the tigers try to push it with? Can they dig into the floor with their claws? 
Is the floor ice? Yeah, it's it's like ice with a thin layer of snow over top of it. Okay. Well, I want my two tigers to try to dig their hind claws into the ice and then push it with their front claws. That makes sense. Um, so they They can roll athletics. Which would just be strength if they don't have an athletics bonus. Yeah. Would that still be with disadvantage? No, they can okay. roll with regular. So they roll. I am going to also touch both of them and give them guidance. One of them rolls a seven. The other one rolls 16. Um, the seven tiger doesn't seem to be doing much of anything. He's <laughs> <laughs> just flopping around. Like, ah. <laughs> uh, the 16 tiger seems to make a little bit of progress and maybe shifts it uh, a little bit, but not quite enough. I mean, it's a huge chunk. That's quite heavy. So it, it makes a little bit of headway, but... Does it seem like if we continue in this vein that it would eventually move? Potentially. 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 Is my amulet doing anything? No. It has cooled down. It's just kind of sitting there around your neck. I'm going to have the tigers give it a go again. Okay. And just see what the both of them can do again. Sure. One rolls an eight. <laughs> and the other one rolls a 14. Uh, neither of them seem to do much of okay. anything. They're trying, but it's a giant block and it is still slippery even with their claws. Can Carhoon do like an arcana check to see if this is a magical piece of ice or if it's... Sure. Okay. He crit failed. Carhoon doesn't know anything. <laughs> That's on a different D20, too. I've rolled so many crit fails this session. <laughs> the cold is getting to his brain. He can't think right. And it's 10 by 10. Yep. 10 by 10. So just this morning, we had to do our make a little shelter with snow, right? Yeah. Well, I guess I've had that. Well, because we've had to do the this shelter every day... Octavia would still have equipped or have ready for destroy water. Uh-huh. So she is going to destroy 10 gallons of water in an attempt to make a passage to in whatever way would use the least gallons to that door. Read me the text of that spell. I destroy up to 10 gallons of water in an open container. And since water expands when it freezes, 10 gallons would be a lot more when well, you think of it in ice form. Volume. I mean, the volume changes. The volume but does change when you ten, water ice. Yeah, but if it's just 10 gallons, it's not 10 gallons plus inflation. Well, it should be 10 gallons of water plus the inflation of whatever it turns into when it turns into ice. No. Yeah. No. Well, that would uh, that would matter, except you cast that spell, and unfortunately, nothing really happens. What? And you get the sense that apparently this isn't water, or else that spell would have done something. Huh? Octavia licks the ice. You lick it? Yeah. <laughs> well, your tongue sticks to it. First of all. 
because it's ice. Well, then it's like she, licking a telephone pole. Then she spits on it a bit and then lo- warms the rest of it up so that she can get a little bit of it to melt so that she can taste it. <laughs> okay, so you want you want to lick this yeah. giant cube? All right. Carmen's like, is that? Do you really think that's a good idea? I don't know. She's not smart. <laughs> okay. Um. Oh no! What did I do? <laughs> Uh, you take two points of acid damage. Hmm. And your tongue, like, burns. burns. And you're probably not going to be able to taste anything for, like, a week. Does it seem to be the same composition as that ice sculpture in the main, that other room? Just from looking at it, it's like, really hard to tell. It just looks like a giant block of ice. But clearly it's not just water. Carhoon's going to swing at it with his great axe and just see what happens. Natural one. He hits it, but it doesn't seem to do anything. I'm like, should I? Okay, I guess I'm using another die here. <laughs> I have not been rolling well, y'all. So we have this block. Mm-hmm. It's not water. Nope. I mean, the tiger did make a little bit of of an impact. So at this point, maybe there's just a little smidgen of a crack between where the cube has slid the, the cube of ice has slid and the passage beyond is there can we is there anything in this room it's a pretty stark room can uh, uh, can Carhoon use his hand axe to try to wedge it in there and try to use it like a fulcrum and sure roll with advantage way. okay did you say athletics yes natural 20 total okay. of 28 28 alright <gasps> Uh, after some being like, what is this thing? Carlin's like, okay, let me try. Puts his axe in there, wedges it like a lever, <laughs> and doesn't, still doesn't slide it all the way okay. across, but gets it open wide enough, uh, you know, a foot or so for the two of you and your tigers to squish your way through. Okay. Oh, yes! Go, Carhoon! Shicey bicey! Almost stymied by a block of frozen acid here. Giant ice cube. <laughs> Well, what do we see behind that, then? There is a tunnel leading down. It has a slope, a steeper slope than what you have faced uh, up until this point. Okay, how... And your light does not reach until its end. Okay. How... And so how long is that? Uh, I don't know how far your light reaches, but it's... winds down, maybe with a slight curve off to the left, so you can't quite see the end of it anyway. Light probably goes 15, 20 feet. Uh, before we go, we've all squeezed through the gap in between the acid block and the wall. You all squeezed through? Oh, you kind of mentioned that you we all did. I mentioned that you could squeeze oh, we through. Could. Well, Octavia's gonna, like, stick her head in with mm-hmm. the light and mm-hmm. do a perception check first. Okay. Natural 20. Uh, you don't see any traps or creatures, but the ground looks slick and it's pretty steep. Okay. It's ice. It's ice, yeah. Yeah. She's going to send one of the tigers through. Okay. Have that tiger make a dexterity saving throw, please. Okay. Like a canary in a mine. Well, (laughs) they exist (laughs) for a reason. All right, is it dex? Yep. Six. (laughs) <laughs> the tiger walks through and it immediately just like its paws fly out from underneath it and it Aww. slides down 
um, and it disappears into the darkness beyond your light spell. Uh, but you hear it hit something, and you hear it uh, kind of like a gushy sound, <clears throat> and you hear your tiger howl out in pain. Oh, <laughs> the poor baby. Yeah, as it takes... Uh, oh, I rolled really crappily, so it takes like one point of uh, piercing damage. But you hear as it slides down this tunnel into the darkness. We'll be right down. You'll be right down in the next episode. Oh, I want to go down. I have to care what the scoop is. So you oh. can take us. Uh, take us Shall out. I take us out? Yeah. I want to know what else is in this place. Acid, huh? Mm. Alrighty. Thank you all so much for listening. If you like what you heard, please write, review, and subscribe to us on iTunes or your preferred podcasting app. A great way for us to grow and reach more people like you is for you to share us with your friends. So please tell your D&D group about us, your Pathfinder group about us, or any of your friends who you think might be interested. If you want to get in touch with us, we are active on social media. We have a Twitter and Instagram, and our handle is at and a die podcast. We'd love to hear from you, so shoot us a message, and we always try to respond to each note that we get. Catch y'all next week.